Welcome back to another episode of Growth Marketers Podcast. I'm Samuel Timothy. And I'm Taylor Rowe. Um, today's episode, uh, we went back to our roots a little bit, um, start talking about uh, the basics, some of the fundamentals that we see that are, are commonly overlooked. Uh, we, we often get pretty into the weeds in some of these more advanced topics. And uh, it doesn't matter what size company you are, it's always important to kind of understand the basics of marketing and, and really, you know, take a step back and look at what are we really trying to accomplish here? Um, and how do we, how do we make that happen? So we talked about uh, three of the most common mistakes or fundamentals that we see businesses overlooked. Uh, and to be honest with you, we've all sizes of companies we talk to all different industries. Um, these I think will, will resonate with a lot of you that are listening. So hopefully you enjoy, um, the episode. And of course, give us a like and a subscribe on uh, YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast. Thanks so much. All right. Uh, well, today we're, we're going to talk about uh, kind of getting back to the basics when it comes to marketing or digital marketing. Uh, I know we talk and cover a lot of uh, more advanced uh, strategies and ideas. Um, and sometimes we can, we can get into the weeds on topics uh, and we get a lot of feedback and, and talk to companies really every day that, um, you know, sometimes forget to go back to the basics and, and build the fundamentals of, of marketing. So we want to talk about that um, and just kind of explain, like, we all know that, you know, success doesn't happen overnight. And that's, that's you know, understood across everything that we do in life and in business, of course. Um, and you, obviously you can't build a, a brand, you know, the big brands we think of, uh, you know, Amazon, you know, Google, Apple, McDonald's, those type of companies, Nike, uh, those brands weren't built overnight, but, uh, as marketers and business leaders, we all aspire to build a brand like that and, and to build, uh, that industry leading category leading brand. Um, and sometimes I think, uh, we forget about the, the fundamentals. So we want to talk about getting back to the basics and some of the most common mistakes uh, that we see companies making uh, and I guess really overlooking when it comes to their marketing and their marketing strategy. So Samuel, what's the first uh, issue that you see or first fundamental that you see being overlooked all the time? Yeah, I would say it has to start with a website um, because I think um, today's day and age, right? Everything that you're doing from a marketing standpoint has to point to something which ultimately comes down to your web presence. And that it comes down to your website. Yeah, sure. And yeah, I mean, your website is, you know, is your new front door, right? Is, is what they say. Um, and we do see this a lot. Um, clients, companies, you know, will reach out to us or we'll talk to them. Um, and, you know, whether they've worked with a marketing agency or they've tried to do it internally, um, they expect, you know, hey, we, we have a website. Like, okay, great. Um, now let's, you know, let's turn on the leads, right? Let's turn on the, the, the marketing and start generating some leads. Um, and it's much more than that, right? There's a lot of fundamentals that that need to happen within your website. Um, you know, first and foremost, you have to look at, okay, who's going to use our website and how do we get people to them? So if this is your first kind of effort or attempt at marketing, it's it's likely, and we see this all the time, that you don't have any visibility or any traffic to your website today. So if we're going to look at driving traffic to your website, I mean, there's so many different options, um, organic search, paid search, social media, you know, email marketing, all those sorts of things. And to your point, you want to make sure that your website uh, is, is, you know, a very solid foundation because that's really going to be the hub of majority of your marketing campaigns to drive people back to your website. 
Um, and so we see this all the time in terms of, you know, those fundamentals, like we said, people say, Hey, we want to drive, you know, our goal is to get 10,000 visitors to a website. Um, and we look at the website and there's, you know, tons of technical issues. Uh, there's no, you know, title tags and meta descriptions. There's very thin content, meaning we're not going very deep into any of these topics. Um, it's not optimized for conversion. So the clients or customers, if we do get them to the website, they're not going to be able to easily find the information they're looking for or, you know, identify what that next step is to take in terms of conversion. Um, so there's, I mean, there's a lot of work. I mean, that might be, you know, four or five, six months worth of work just to get the website in a place that if we were able to drive traffic to that, we'd be, you know, happy and proud to, you know, drive that traffic, right? Again, your website is your new front door or your website is your new showroom, whatever way you want to look at it. Um, if you, if you think about it, if you had a physical retail location, um, you know, you would probably, you know, sweep the floors and clean it up and make sure your products look nice and, you know, had a, a good, good experience before you, you know, put up the sign on, on the front. Right. Um, and obviously we know that with marketing, digital marketing, it's a lot more than just putting a, you know, open sign in the front to get people to your website. So uh, I agree with you in terms of the, some technical aspects and things that need to happen on the website. Um, that are always really seemingly always overlooked, uh, you know, when, when clients are looking for companies are looking for uh, leads or, or customers. Yeah. And I think it also comes down to the organization internally, right? So sometimes it's probably more uh, an organization where they take creative and aesthetics uh, as a priority over um, marketing and promotion, right? So they invest a lot heavily into maybe even creating a beautiful website, but then it's sure. fundamentally, it's not structured in a way that can actually grow with more content or like you mentioned um, or have thought through how people might even con- you know, convert or even it, it doesn't do a good job in terms of communicating the core, core, um, core offerings of a company and they're trying to be cute, right? Uh, so the call to actions are missing because we're like, oh, we don't want to be like everybody else. But the one thing you need to keep in mind is that you don't want to be introducing a completely new navigational structure for your site where someone comes to your site, they can't even figure out how to how to get around the site or go find how to convert off of a site, right? Because you don't want to be, te- you know, the prospect shouldn't have to waste their time trying to figure out where do I find the right information or how do I fill out a form or how do I get in touch with somebody? So I think, you know, going crazy about just the aesthetics and really forgetting why do we even have a website in the first place and the fundamentals of you know, having the right content, having the proper navigational structure, the call to actions, and really positioning the site to be um, attracting and being more relevant to the persona that we're uh, trying to get in front of. Right. Yeah, I 100% agree. And and I see both sides of that too, right? It's not just, hey, we're focused so much on the, you know, aesthetics, um, you know, not on the content or not on the user experience or not on how people are going to get there. I've seen companies go through multiple iterations of the website because they start to recognize that, but still don't understand the bigger picture of, you know, we're looking to get a return on our investment. So let's invest into digital marketing. And they understand that, yes, the first step is this website, but we end up redoing the website three or four times before we even start promoting it. Because like you said, the first time, oh, we didn't think of this. Oh, we didn't think of that built it on a CMS or a platform that wasn't easily editable. So now, you know, the one developer we had left the company and now our marketing team can't make these changes. Or, uh, you know, we, like you said, we, we went very, very creative and abstract with our design and our, our messaging. Uh, and it doesn't, you know, speak to search engines or it's not being indexed. And so I've seen companies do that. And like I said, now they're, 
you know, $30,000 a piece and we're getting, you know, we did three, four websites and now we're a hundred you know, grand into this project. And then we look and say, well, we didn't get any return on investment, but that's just the, you know, that's just the ante, right? That's just the money you have to put in to play the game is to build that website. And that's the first step. And so uh, I think that's a great, uh, you know, great uh, lesson for, for companies to learn. What would you say is the second, uh, you know, item or second area that companies tend to overlook? I would say the second one definitely has to be social um, because I think the whole concept of social is not foreign to anybody anymore, but I think the way they go about it uh, is probably not the most efficient way to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I think, again, everyone, like you just said, everyone understands the power of social or they, they've seen the power of social, right? They've, through anecdotal you know, evidence, they've, they've you know, bought something on Amazon because they saw an ad on Facebook or uh, they've you know, seen or joined in a conversation on LinkedIn that led them to talk to a sales rep and buy a technology. Like you, you see the, the advantage or you see the reach and you see other companies succeeding. Um, and then I think there's a mental shift of because it's digital and because you can run ads, because you can pay for things, because you can reach your audience tomorrow, right? Like we can create a list of who our ideal customers are and we can run an, an ad and we can reach our customers tomorrow because they we've never seen anything like that. If you go back to like traditional, like even commercials that people would run, like you know the demographics of who's watching that channel, but it's not as specific as it is on social, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, right? So because you have that ability, um, people then I think take that leap and assume like we can we can buy this, we can throw money at this problem, and we can basically buy a brand. And we know you can't buy brand awareness, you can't buy brand affinity. True brand affinity can't be purchased, right? So I think when we talk about the fundamentals, if you say, Hey, we want to leverage, you know, LinkedIn, right? Well, are we putting in the ground, the groundwork, right? Like we just talked about success doesn't happen overnight. Like we have to build an audience. We have to build a following. Well, how do we build a following, right? If I'm trying to build my personal following or company following on LinkedIn, I need to be active in my community. I need to be providing thought leadership style content that makes people think that's engaging. I need to be interacting with other thought leaders, other industry leaders and commenting on their posts. I uh, need to be active in groups. I mean, it's, social media is, you know, look at what it is, right? It's a, it's a platform for us to communicate with our, with our peers mm-hmm. um, and share experiences, share information. And so if you want to build a following, it's no different than, uh, you know, if it was a personal relationship, like you have to provide value, you have to be active, you have to give effort. Uh, and the companies that understand that are winning social media because once you build that following, the reach is incredible. But if you just go into it and think, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to buy, I'm going to pay for this, right? I don't want to put in the work. I'm just going to pay for it. I'm going to focus all on ads. It's not that ads can't be effective, but there's a compounding effect of that as well. And you have to put in the work and test all those different variables we've talked about in the past, you know, uh, the targeting, the messaging, the experience your overall your credibility and brand awareness again if if the first time they've seen you or heard of you is because of this ad it's much less likely that they're going to trust you and you know convert or whatever that is so i think social media is is really um just like every every platform is something that people assume that that's you know overnight success and they don't see the work that goes in for for years and years and if you're if you're measuring it like you would a you know a Google Ads campaign, 
you probably cancel, you probably stop after three or four posts, right? If someone said, Hey, you got to post on LinkedIn, uh, you know, twice a day for, for six months. Uh, it's not a linear path. Like you're not going to, you might not get anything for the first three months, right? It might, you might not get anything for the first year, but eventually you'll build enough awareness that your audience, when they have a question about, uh, that's that service, that industry, they're going to come to you. And that's, that's really what you want to be is, is that go-to person in your industry. So to me, that's something you can't buy. And again, the fundamentals of just <laughs> hard work, uh, is, is overlooked because we look at it as digital. Therefore it's not tangible. It should be, should be easy. It should be something you can automate. Uh, and it, it's just not, that's just not how it works. Hey, thanks for listening. Solomon here. Are you frustrated because you're not getting enough inbound leads? You're worried that the leads that you're getting are not qualified, or maybe you're disappointed in the conversion rates from the leads to customers, right? It's really, really low. Well, I got good news for you. I talk to business owners every single day. You're not alone, all right? Businesses go through this when there is a lack of strategy sometimes, uh, maybe the approach isn't appropriate for your situation, or sometimes you got all of those things right, but it was just poor execution. I'll tell you what, head over to oneims.com and fill out one of our forms, talk to one of our consultants. That's all we do. We talk to business owners day in and day out. Share with us your challenges and see if we're a fit, right? See if we can find you a solution to your growing pains. You know, our hope here at OneIMS, and especially with this podcast, is to give you the tools, the technology, the ideas, the strategies, everything we possibly can for you to succeed. All right. So thank you for listening and let's get back to our topic for the day. Yeah, nothing in life is a quick fix or a shortcut, right? And I think, like you said, you don't become a thought leader by outsourcing everything, right? You cannot, you you have to take the time and if you you have to lead with your own thoughts uh, and then that's how you become a thought leader. So I think, the, the fact of the matter is if you're actually trying to cre- leverage social media as a means to position your company and you, uh, you as a leader to be an industry leader and also to you know, command attention, right? And also to get recognition in the marketplace, then you, it's going to require time and effort. And that means yep. in the form of content. And it's not just creating content. It's all comes down to, you know, is it really adding value, right? You don't want to be all salesy, but if you don't add value to people, people won't find value in following you. And then last but not least... Like you said, the consistency is a super critical part of it. I think a lot of people give up because they were expecting to be famous and they were expecting for that one post to go viral. But that just doesn't happen. And it also kind of depends on the industry as well, right? Not everything in every industry is going to be always viral, right? It is going to require um, you know, a certain type of stamina and commitment to continue to put out quality content, even when it doesn't seem like it's resonating with anybody. Yeah, I, well, I think- especially when it doesn't seem, because it's never going to, I mean anybody that's ever, you know, you're the first thousand times, like it might not, nothing might ever happen. Right. But it's, it's that compounding effect, uh, over time. And you made a great point about the content itself. I mean, again, you go back to the website example, we talked about social media now, uh, I'm assuming this is kind of going to be a common thread in our conversation is like the, that quality piece that you're looking for, that positioning yourself as a thought leader. Like if you have that experience, industry expertise, like that has to come from you because if you could outsource that, then everyone would do it, right? If it was easy, everyone would do it. So if, if that, if someone else possesses that knowledge and is able to create that following for you, they would do it for themselves. Right. Mm -hmm. 
That's true. And I think it goes back to an episode I think we've done a couple of months, maybe a couple of episodes back where we were talking about kind of the attribution and some of those things that we're talking about may not have a direct impact on your business right there and then, but you are, your message, your post, it's going to get around and people are going to hear a podcast or something, right? And you are going to, you're probably are building a little bit of recognition in the marketplace, but you may not be able to pinpoint it. But uh, on internet, unless you have consistency, you know, the word isn't going to just spread naturally. Uh, yeah. And you can buy it's your not, Yeah. And it's not the same for everyone, right? I mean, you, you create video, you create podcasts, you create social posts, you create, um, you know, whatever content on the website, blog posts, infographics, all of these things that, you know, maybe your intention was that those were going to be the first interaction with somebody. Then they're going to come to your website or then they're going to go to Google and search and then see our ad. Could be the opposite, right? You could meet someone at a trade show or they could, you know, they could go to Google and search and come to your website or they find you on a directory and come to your website. Then they discover this content, right? So you may have made it invested into a video six months ago that nobody saw, but now you have a prospect in the funnel mm-hmm. that's been talking to a sales rep and then they watch that video and it's much more impactful at that point because it spoke directly to the point of, you know, where they're at in that process or their decision-making process. So you just don't know. And I think that's a great point about like, if you, if you just trust and follow the same standards of uh, measurement for success for all of those, you'll probably you'll probably give up a lot sooner. And I think this is where a lot of marketers are in tough positions because, I mean, realistically, they're trying to keep their job right. And so, mm-hmm. if they're you know they're getting leads because they're running ads on you know Facebook or LinkedIn, the lead ads, and they're running Google ads, and they're you know spending too much money on branded search, but it's actually driving leads, right? And they can go back and say, hey, we spent X amount of dollars. We got so many leads in the pipeline. They can keep their job, right? But if they say, hey, I want to reallocate all this budget and I'm going to post 10 times a day on LinkedIn or you know, com- I'm going to spend you know four hours a day on LinkedIn and you do that for three months and nothing happens, like they're going to, they're in the hot seat, right? They're going to start sweating and say, okay, well, maybe this isn't working. Like I'm not willing to risk my my job on this. Mm-hmm. And so I think it, it, you have to have internal buy-in. We talk about this, you know, ad nauseum, but I do believe that that holds a lot of companies back is like the status quo is easy and you can show, you know, data and results in the short term. Uh, and you're ultimately going to be sacrificing long-term results for the company. But if, if the, if leadership doesn't understand that, then no one's going to stick their neck out and, and risk their job for it. Most certainly. Yeah. And I think, you know, all of, the, the common theme we're seeing is also just anything that we're talking about, right? Building a website, you cannot, you cannot just overnight perfect it, right? It is an iterating process. And I think businesses and brands need to recognize it and, and say, hey, perfection is the enemy of, you know, of good. Get it, get it live and continue to iterate and improve and, and continue to uh, work at it, uh, right? It is an integral part of the entire marketing ecosystem. And then the same thing with social media, hey, we have to continue to invest time and resource into it. May not be able to pinpoint exactly where a social media post generated a, a, a specific lead or a, um, a revenue in the pipeline, but it actually is helping the brand grow its recognition in the marketplace and building um, authority right in the marketplace. And that ultimately is going to have a big impact on the company as a whole. And your competitor yeah. who's going to try to shortcut it by just buying ads, uh, it's going to be short lived. Right. And, and really, I mean, if you are what we're talking about, right, like there is no shortcut, shortcut to success. I think if you're really committed to accelerating or, you know, building a shortcut, I mean, to me, that that secret ingredient is what you just said is speed, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you wait, you know, if it takes you, 
if your plan and strategy is, you know, we're going to take three months to put together an ebook and then we're going to do this and that. And like, you know, and the alternative is what I, you know, what we kind of just talked about is like getting active in social media and sending out emails and connecting with people and, you know, you're running ads and testing. And just like, if, if you're not worried about the short-term metrics and your, your ultimate goal is just find, find the right equation and right cadence and right sequence and all these kind of things, that speed is compounding, right? I mean, those, like we just talked about those 50 interactions a day on LinkedIn or whatever, multiplied by 50 days versus, you know, it took me 50 days to get one ebook out. And then now no one's seen this ebook, Mm -hmm. uh, that compounded over five years. I mean, that's completely different position that you can be in. So, uh, it's still not overnight, but that's the, the best way to do it is, you know, if you're talking about the foundations, we've never done marketing before. Let's, you know, let's get after it. Right. And let's start uh, being as active as we can, uh, which is, you know, it means that there's an investment to be made and uh, that you have to allocate resources to do it. Um, but I also think you have to kind of put blinders on for the first you know, year at least and not worry about the metrics. Most certainly. So we talked about, you know, two fundamentals of the, the things that we need to think about as marketers is going to the um, going back to the basics. Um, I would say, Taylor, the third one, um, most people kind of try to, you know, fix fix by just uh, trying to see, hey, can we fix this marketing problem by just buying some technology? So I would say mm. the third issue is the technology and how people misunderstand uh, how the technology fit into the whole equ- uh, ecosystem. Yeah, that's a great one. Uh, we see it all the time. Um, the first, you know, first thing that, you know, companies do is invest into, you know, an ABM technology or uh, marketing automation technology or, you know, uh, I mean, CRM even. It's like, those are, those are very basic things that if we've been in business for an extended period of time, like we don't have that. We don't have those, those pieces of tech in place. Like, yes, I agree that we need that, but that's just, I mean, maybe, right. It depends on your strategy. Do we need an ABM technology from day one? No. Do we need a CRM? Probably would be a good idea. So I think you got to start with some of the basics and fundamentals of the tech, but also just understand what tech is. Tech is not the answer. Tech is not, tech should not drive your marketing strategy. Um, You shouldn't build your marketing strategy around what reports, you know, come out of the box in, you know, HubSpot or Marketo or Pardot or whatever you should build your marketing strategy around your customer and leverage technology where it can help you be more efficient so that you can get that speed that we just talked about. But I, we do see a lot, you know, companies waiting and waiting. Um, and then now we're, you know, the pipeline is empty. We're, you know, it's, you know, it's just like it is today. It's the end of Q3 moving into Q4. We're, you know, 50% behind our growth goals this year. So we really need to, to ramp things up let's go buy, you know, this piece of technology and expect that to be the Hail Mary that, you know, wins the game. And it's just not, it, it, it is what it is, right? Technology is, is a platform. It's a tool. And if you don't use the tool, then it's not going to be effective. And if you don't have the right strategy around it, you can have the, the best, most expensive tech stack uh, in the world. But if you don't have the right, you know, marketing brains behind it, um, it's not going to be effective. Yeah, I mean, I think the recognizing for what it is, right? Like you said, it's a tool and it's extremely powerful if you do it correctly. But if you don't have some of the fundamentals that we just talked about, you don't have a, a, a fully functioning website with a quality visitors coming to it and you have um, people that are converting off of the website and you don't have a, a social pl- you know, platform or any sort of uh, traffic attracting platform to get uh, people to recognize your brand and actually come and um, consume the content you're putting out or even converting into an inquiry 
the technology really plays no part in whatsoever. So if you are actually in the early stage, right, trying to get the fundamentals in place, and sometimes the technology is probably premature uh, to do. And I remember a story of uh, Tesla, I think when Elon Musk was trying to do a fully automated production line, and he was actually trying to eliminate every, any sort of human intervention in whatsoever in production. And he was successful in implementing a lot of robots and trying to make the entire Tesla model, whatever, uh, coming off the production line using just robots. But I think what they ran into was there were a lot of inefficiencies they ran into. There were a lot of errors. And 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 I'm, I'm still hearing Tesla owners saying like, you know, their, their door panels don't match with each other. Mm-hmm. And there's, you know, they hear outdoor, um, outside noise, road noise when they drive. Because obviously they were trying to speed up production before they actually perfected um, the actual production line, right? So I think people try to do automation and you know quick uh, using tools to try to figure out how do we how do we solve this marketing problem that we have with right. some technology. I, the idea of kind of quick wins, right? I mean, again, the problem is that it works for some people, um, and so then we expect it to work for everyone. Um, and again, to reiterate, we're talking about you know companies that are just getting started with their marketing or they've they've been doing some things, um, but just not very effectively. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we do see this a lot. um, And I think one thing to also keep in mind is like, I don't want to say the negative impact, but yeah, the hole that you can dig yourself by not, by not marketing, right. Is like, I think that that gap between you and your competition is a lot of times uh, people forget about that. And again, it's like, we've been in business for 25 years or 30 years or hundred years. It doesn't matter. We hear this story all the time. We've never done any marketing. Right. Mm -hmm. So we, we now are, you know, 20 years behind our competition. Right. I mean, if we look at it that way and we say, well, let's get some quick wins, like quick, where, where, you know, there's a, there's a great quote. I don't know who said it, but it's something to the fact of like, don't walk 10 miles into the woods and expect to get out in five. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, you can't dig yourself that hole. And then we haven't marketed for 20 years. So I'll give you two months to get me, you know, some customers, right? Like there's a lot of things that have probably been overlooked and that we have to undo for the last 20 years. Plus now this gap, I mean, most channels that you're talking about, we're talking about anything organic, organic search, organic social, uh, you know, we have to overcome the brand affinity and brand awareness that our competitors have built against us in those last 20 years. So uh, it's not that we're here to discourage anybody or to say like, hey, it's not possible. We just want to look at it realistically uh, and say, hey, if we are going to do this, again, let's put a timeline in place of like, let's, we're going to, we're going to focus on getting us back to ground zero over the first six months or eight months or 12 months. I mean, it might take two years. I mean, there's obviously, again, there are some things that can do can drive short term, but you can't expect to go up against the, the category leaders in your industry. If they've been aggressively marketing and doing a great job for four or five years, and you're just starting today, there is a gap there. We have to at least acknowledge that gap and then look at, you know, what we can do to, to overcome it. Most certainly. And I think the last thing that I would just add is just the budget and timing, right? All of this, what we're describing, right? It all is going to take time. And also you can't build a brand overnight and you can't build a brand on a a small budget, right? So people just need to have some realistic expectation of how much time is it going to be required to really build a strong brand. And also the amount of resources, whether it's in the form of money or in the form of human capital, um, that's going to be required to, to build that. Absolutely. Uh, well, hopefully this was uh, information, uh, informational for you and valuable for you. Um, 
If you enjoyed the episode, uh, give us a like, uh, subscribe to the podcast, wherever you're listening to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel and tune in next week for uh, another episode. All right. So if you enjoyed this episode, here are five things that you could do to help us. Number one, make sure you click that subscribe button so you never miss another show. Number two, share this with a friend that you know needed to hear this. And three, leave us a comment. We love hearing your thoughts, your ideas, things that you've learned so others can learn from you. And four, if you have a topic that you'd like us to cover, let us know so we can put that in our notes and share our insight All right, for our next episode or the one after that. And finally, you guys, join other growth marketers, head over to oneims.com and check out all the resources that we have made just for you. I'm talking guides, webinars, blogs, videos, anything that could help you become a growth marketer. All right. So thanks a lot for joining us this week on the Growth Marketers Podcast, and I will see you next time.